This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, letting you know, you folks, I need to hear from some of you. and Let me know where you're listening from. Tell me what, what area of the city or the town you're in. Do me a lot of good. Just gives us a little more information. My email address is pastor at radiomissions.org, or you can call me at area code 225-664-8658. Our regular mail address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Blazer broadcast coming to you once again from our studios here where the old trailblazer is a pastor here where we bring you the voice of truth broadcast over many many radio stations every sunday the trailblazer broadcast monday through friday over many stations i wish you'd write me and uh i'll send you a copy of our radio log our radio bible the um voice of truth magazine as you've got every station that we're on is there in that magazine you can tell what time where they go where if there's somebody in your area and also i'm asking you to write me and let me know if you're listening you listening? You hear the trailblazer? You old 18-wheeler driver out there in the country somewhere on the I-95 or I-70, wherever you are up there on the double nickel, sit down and write me. Stop at the next truck stop when you get a cup of coffee and, and write the old trailblazer just a little note. Say, trailblazer, I'm listening to you. We have many truckers who are giving out the booklets. We'll send you booklets you can put out in the truck stop and the rest areas, wherever you are. If you would, help us get out God's message. But this is the old trailblazer. We're looking at a series of studies on the Antichrist Bible, how they have perverted and, 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 and messed, messed around with God's Bible and the, and the words. We're looking at the compound words of uh, Jehovah. And we're looking there now. We were in our last study. We were looking at the word Jehovah uh, Elion. And that meaning, uh, let's see what we said it means. It means Jehovah the Most High. And we had come down there to where we were talking about how, that it means something to be saved. My friend, salvation is not a profession. Oh, I just get so tired. I get so so irritated that, well, I made a profession. I made a profession back there when I was seven years old. Well, what did you profess? What did you profess? That's just a, a profession. There's no more than, than, than spitting in the wind, my friend. I don't care who you are or where you are. Salvation is not a profession. Salvation is not believing that Jesus is the Christ. Salvation is not believing the Word of God. Salvation is Jehovah Jesus as the sinner's prophet, the sinner's substitute. You know one thing about a substitute? One who died for that sinner, one who died for me, took my place on the... Let's make it personal. Christ died for the old trailblazer, took my place there on the cross. And I know it, my friend. It's real to me. It's just as real to me as I'm sitting here in front of this microphone. It's a living reality. We have a book here, Christ, a living reality. If you'd like a little booklet, if you'd like it, write me, and I'll be glad to send it to you. And uh, another book that I, booklet by late Pastor Shelton I often advertise is A Sinner's Flight from Reality. The Sinner's Flight from Reality. You write me, and I'll send you that book. A little booklet, and uh, it'll bless your heart. Free and postpaid, won't cost you a penny. And uh, if you would, tell me where you're hearing the broadcast when you write. Listen, salvation is a living reality, and I want to tell you, if salvation is not living reality to you, then you're not saved. Now, you say, old trailblazer, you're just judging. No, I'm not judging. I'm not judging, my friend. I'm not judging. Listen, if you got, a, if you have a, a, a loved one in the hospital, and the doctor comes in and says, uh, uh, with a long face and all, and says, I'm sorry, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, I don't see any hope for your loved one. She has uh, terminal cancer. Well, is he judging? No, he's diagnosing that case. 
My friend, the greatest friend you have is someone that will be true to you. I have folks write me all over this country saying, Pastor, Trailblazer, thank you for being true to my soul. What does that mean? That means that I tell you what the Lord says. The Lord says, every soul that sinneth, it shall die. It says that he whosoever believeth on the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. It says that no man cometh to the Son except the Father draw him. What we have now on this on our horizon, if you will, is this easy believingism, professionism. That's a new word, isn't it? Professionism. Oh, I, let me let me just relate this incident to you. I had a dear friend of mine died several years ago, and her husband asked me to preach the funeral. And she had told me that she was saved not long before she died. She was suffering intensely, and I had seen her. She was just a, a skeleton of a woman. And I had talked with her a little about her soul, and she had, she assured me that she knew the Lord. But anyhow, the, the pastor, the, the, the husband had a friend who was also a minister. And it was kind of like we have today, obligated to let the man say a few words. You know how that is. I've been there. I've done the same thing. And this man got up, and he said he knew the family. And he said, we had to go way back in the old church, in the old archives, to find out where when she was seven years old, she made a decision for Jesus. Now, my friend, that man don't know salvation from a side saddle. He doesn't. He doesn't know what salvation is. Seven years old, made a profession, and she was 70 years old. 63, listen, are you saved? If you are, what about today? Well, I was saved 30 years. What about today? Are you saved today? I had a woman told me once, she, I met her at a, at a funeral, and she said, told me what a gracious message I had brought and all those things. And I said, well, I've just been kind to her. I said, well, you, are you a Christian lady? You know the Lord? Oh, I walked the aisle 40 years ago. Well, my friend, that's not salvation. That's not salvation at all. Late Pastor Shelton here was telling a story. He had preached a, was preaching a meeting over here across the river at one of the mission houses one night, and this lady was there, and she introduced herself to him and, and told him, said, well, tomorrow night my husband's coming. And he said, well, good, I'll be glad to see him. So the next night he, she came up and introduced herself, said, this is my husband. And he just shook hands with him and said, uh, my friend, you a Christian? And the woman spoke up and said, well, I guess he is. He's a Baptist preacher. The pastor said, my dear, that don't mean anything. If you're not saved, that don't mean a thing in this world. He could tell by her attitude. She snapped back at him. Well, I guess he is. He's a Baptist preacher. Well, how many Baptist preachers are they going to hell? Oh, listen, if they're not rooted and grounded on Christ, if they have not been washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, they're no more saved than the hog is. Profession, my friend, is not salvation. Oh, listen, if Christ is not real to you, you're not saved. You say, well, can I know? Yes, you can know. To the individual who knows Christ, he becomes his priest, one who leads him into the holy of holies, into the presence of God, through the new and living way, that is, his shed blood. One who rules over him, the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no such a thing as knowing Jesus as your Savior without knowing him as Lord. That's what one of these, what many of these modernists have done. They have gone to sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus is all you can hear on the street here in New Orleans. Do you know Jesus? Have a Jesus day. You go in the grocery store, have a Jesus day, the little clerk tells you. Well, my friend makes you want to puke. 
because they don't know anything about the Lord. They don't know anything about being a lost sinner. Did you know the Lord came to seek and to save only lost sinners? We are stigmatized here at Radio Missions at the old Trailblazer broadcast because we preach Christ as the Savior of sinners. That's right. Oh, we have we have the, the derelicts and the bombs come here and sit in our services. We love to see them. And then, look, what about you? Do you do, you do that? Do you do that? Do you, are, you, are you glad to have those folks? One, one time many years ago, we had a few little snooty, snooty women who had kind of looked off onto some of the, the, the uh, girls from over here across the river in the red light district would come to church once in a while and they'd kind of primp up their nose at them. Well, you know, well, Pastor Shelton got wind of it. So this particular Sunday, two of them came in. And he just went over and sat down between them, put his arms around both of them while the, while the, uh, the Bible school was going on. That shut them two old huzzies up, them two old bell cows. There's going to lead a little little confusion there, wasn't it? We don't allow them. Yes, we do. We allow them in here, and we love them. We love them. I wish y'all would uh, get a hold of that little book, Strange Tales. Oh, listen, my friend, it's the story of an old man, a man there in England who had the house of the destitute church house called the house of the destitute and i think it's out of print now if you're interested in it write me and let me know i'll try to see if i can find it or you can look it up on the internet and find the house of the destitute by ashworth and uh, it'll it'll shed a lot of light on our derelict folks many of them were saved over there under brother ashworth's uh, ministry but salvation is no the lord my friend it's no the lord I want to tell you, we need to learn something about salvation. We need to learn. Our preachers need to get a back, a broom handle and stick up their backbone and take a stand for the Lord Jesus Christ and not this little mealy-mouthed silk handkerchief. And I know, I know folks won't, folks get mad with me when I say that, but I hear these little mealy-mouthed preachers, they're afraid to say anything because they got some old deacon over there, old longhorn deacon over there on the amen corner that's ruled the church for 30, 40 years. I tell, them, I tell young preachers, I'd get my suitcase, set it down by my pulpit, and I'd preach hell off the cross to tell them to take it and pour it back in the jug, and I'd find me another place to preach. Do you know if you call to preach, the Lord will give you somebody to preach to? If he doesn't give you somebody to preach to, get your shovel and go to digging ditches for a living. That's a good honorable profession. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, it's a good honorable profession, digging ditches. And many, many, many folks used to do that for a living. My dad used to do it on the WPA back there when we were so poor we couldn't pay attention. But listen, my friend, salvation means something. Salvation means something. I want to tell you, we need to learn something. All this pussyfooting around stuff, sending folks to hell by the wholesale and the retail, that's what it's doing. Running down the aisle, giving the preacher your hand. We don't do that. We don't do any of that. Making decisions for Jesus, we don't do that. It smells like hell, fire, and brimstone. And no more salvation than a man in the moon. Now, they got man in the moon now. I ought not say that, huh? Folks trying to get to the moon. We done been there, they said. But listen, now we're going to just take a look at our next compound word, which is Jehovah Ra, R-A hyphen A-H. It means Jehovah my shepherd. And if you want to turn there in the 23rd Psalm, and let's read that first verse before we run out of time. Let's read it. You'll find this, this expression here. The Lord is my shepherd, or Jehovah is my shepherd. To the believer, this is probably one of the most beloved titles, Jehovah, my shepherd. The Lord Jesus, as the believer's shepherd, is the good shepherd, one who laid down his life for the sheep. 
He is the great shepherd, the bishop of our souls, one who lives within the veil as our high priest, making intercession for us. He is our chief shepherd, one who is coming again to take us by force out of this world and take us up there in the great great sheepfold of heaven. Isn't that a good, isn't that a good expression? The sheepfold of heaven. That's what the poor old trailblazer is looking for, looking to go home to be with the Lord. One day we're going to go there. I'm that one. This old shepherd come in that night, and he counted the sheep, and he only had 99. He's supposed to have had 100. And he shut the gate, got his old hand lantern, and went out into the into the pasture, back there in the brush, in the bushes. And uh, wind was blowing, cold winter night. And you know he found that little old sheep. You know how he hurt, You know how he found him? He was blatant. Blatant, bah, bah, bah. He's over there caught in the thicket. Couldn't get out, little old rascal. And uh, he's just like us old sinners. You know where the Lord finds you when you go to blatant? When you go to blatant, sinner. Oh, Lord, save me, I'm lost. Lord, come get me, I'm lost. I can't get out of this thicket of sin. That's where he'll save you. That's where he saved the old trailblazer. Oh, yes, he come got me. He came got me one day. And he said, come on home. Come on home, like he told old Enoch. You know, he and Enoch were walking down the cool of the evening. They had walked together many, many times. They were strolling off down there somewhere, and they got a long way from Enoch's home. Oh, Enoch had a home. And the Lord looked at him and said, Enoch, we just got too far away from your old house. Let's just go home. Come on, go home with me. Do you ever look at it like that, my friend? You say, old trailblazer, you just fantasize. And no, the Bible says... He was not, for the Lord took him. The Lord took him. They're just walking along there, and he said, come on home. And then he took old Elijah. Oh, he carried him up in a fire chariot. What a lot of difference, wasn't it? But they both went to be with the Lord. Only two individuals who ever lived and never died. That's right, my friend. But we're going to die. If the Lord doesn't come soon, many of us are going to die. The old body's going back to the grave. But remember, this is the old trailblazer. I wish you'd sit down and write me and tell me what station you're hearing the old trailblazer on. And if, you, if I don't hear from you, I'll have to close this station and, and move this money somewhere else because it's the Lord's money. Remember, my mailing address is the old trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you.